Hi, my name is Sloan Kelly, and I am the Associate Dean of Fine and Applied Arts at Southern New Hampshire University. Fine and Applied Arts include art history and fine art courses in AA and BA in digital photography and a BA in graphic design and media arts. Before I started my career journey as a university dean, I spent my career as a practicing graphic artist for various businesses, spending the majority of time working for software companies, designing and creating user interfaces and online animated tutorials. Although I could tell you at a very young age what I wanted to do when I grew up, I did not know all of the career opportunities I would have as an artist. Thus, I thought I would tell you how I got to where I am today to show you the variety of paths a career can take, even when one knows what they want to do when they grow up. Also, because my career started over 30 years ago, my story has some great design and technology history tidbits. Overall, I am so happy I've had a wonderful career as a designer, spanning from manually laying out a design with T-squares and rulers to using a computer. As I said before, I knew what I wanted to do when I grew up at a very young age. I believed I was born an artist because my mother was one and I adored her. She had spent her working days as a fashion illustrator before she married my father. When I was a child, she painted and sculpted at local art guilds, where she often took me when she had art lessons and for art shows. I began drawing at five. I loved Charles Schultz and Peanuts and spent hours drawing from the Sunday comic. I wanted to do anything creative during grade school and volunteered to decorate the bulletin boards and make posters for fundraisers. They say that choosing a career is one of the most important decisions you will make in a lifetime. I did not make that choice by making a list of my strengths or doing career assessment checks. I decided that an art career was what I must do to be happy, and to do this, I needed to go to college to study art. The college I chose is a private college in Florida called Rollins College, where I had a liberal arts education and learned to paint, sculpt, woodcut, and etch, and studied a lot of art history. At the end of four years, I received a Bachelor of Fine Arts in Art and English. During summer breaks from college, I worked in New York for IBM. I had an internship in the art department, where artists did everything from framed illustrations of people retiring, mechanical product drawings, to large courtroom displays. This was my introduction to graphic design, and I loved the variety of projects I was involved in. This was when my love affair with typography began. To lay out typography for print during the 80s, an artist had to use a rub-on type called Letraset. Letters were screen printed in a reverse on the back of a clear sheet of paper and overprinted with low tack adhesive. You would line up a letter using hand-drawn guides and press the letter down on the page with a rounded pen. Of course, there were many mistakes made with this process. And I remember the time I was completing a headline for a poster 
only for the very last letter to break while I was pressing it down. I looked and found out that I didn't have another one of those particular letter. So I would have to make that letter by breaking up other letters and piecing them together. I became very intimate with type anatomy and I learned a lot about letter spacing and kerning, not to mention how to swear. I still remember Letraset with warm nostalgia, perhaps because it represents the kind of hands-on work designers used to do. Because by the 1990s, computers and desktop publishing brought on the end of the dry transfer process. My summer internship introduced me to graphic design, and by the time I graduated college, I knew I wanted that as a career. To do this, I felt I needed a more intensive education in graphic design, and I went on to graduate school at the College of Fine Arts at Boston University. These two years were the toughest of my life in school, but I learned so much in the process, and I graduated with an MFA in graphic design. During my education, I learned a variety of design applications and technologies. Upon graduation, I decided I did not want my career to follow a straight line approach where I decided what type of design I wanted to practice for my life. And I never imagined my traje trajectory would provide me with so many opportunities. My career began when I graduated grad school and I decided to stay in Boston. Small and large firms hire graphic designers and I was not sure where I wanted to start. A skill I did have from typing so many English papers was typing, and I decided I would use this skill for temporary jobs as a secretary so I could try a variety of businesses before I decided where I wanted to hang my artist's hat. My first job was at the Middlesex District Attorney's Office in Cambridge, Mass. I started as a temp office assistant became the office manager, and in my second of five years there, I started doing courtroom displays for their trials. At IBM, I had created courtroom displays, and I wondered why the DA's office did not have these valuable tools in their courtroom. I started to draw them on 20 by 40 inch foam core boards. They were architectural drawings of the scene of the crime, and I put plastic sheets over them kind of like layers in Photoshop that could be used while someone testified. They could write right on my design. I would go to the scene of the crime with the police and sketch the scene and took photographs that I would then make into aerial views of the scene. I stayed at this job for five years as technology began to boom and I wanted to move into design using this technology. I got a job as a designer for a digital signage company first, where we created large interactive screens for large developments. I went on to hold the position of senior graphic artist and animator at a large software company, and then a senior web product designer for a startup company. During this time, I also owned my own freelance graphic design company. This was an exciting and historic time. After the launch of the web in 1999 came the subsequent 
establishment of the internet and tech-based startup companies during the 1990s. The 90s brought widespread use and adoption of the internet for communications, shopping, a source for news, all kinds of things. Every software company or startup vied to be the next big internet sensation. It was really exciting and a lucrative time and everyone had a fever for entrepreneurship that probably hadn't existed since the depression. Many of the engineers from the software companies I worked for left to start their own businesses, such as Intuit and the product Quicken. During this time, I learned to animate, create videos and splash screens, designed mm -hmm. user interfaces and did user testing. I was a recipient of three international online communication awards by the, by the Society of Technical Communications, and I received a Nebraska Interactive Video Disc Award and International Television Association Gold Wheel Award. Wow. <laughs> the dot-com bu bubble started collapsing in 1999, leading to a massive sell-off of stocks and layoffs in the tech sector. In 2000, there were approximately 17 million websites. Today, there are 1.83 billion websites. Though the dot-com boom ended, use of digital screens did not. They ingrained themselves into the rhythm of everyday life and the, the ability to communicate and work anywhere became more of a reality. With a new baby at home, my husband and I decided that I should freelance from home in New Hampshire. I started teaching at a summer computer camp at a private school where I taught web design, flash, and Photoshop at the camp. And I did that for many summers. After a year of freelance, I became an art technology and design instructor at a local high school. After three years there, I applied for my first job in higher ed as a department chair of graphic design and communications at a small college in Southern New Hampshire. After four years there, I accepted the job of Associate Dean of Fine and Applied Arts at Southern New Hampshire University, and I have been here for six years. As you can see, my career was not a straight path, but one that gave me valuable experience in the arts and education. During my journey, I never stopped learning, and that is essential for every graphic designer to do in order to stay on top of the trends and technology. Then and now, I have the distinct pleasure of working for the graphic design profession as a designer and an educator. Even when you know what you want to do at a very young age, your career path may take various directions. The most important thing I believe is to be able to do what you love every day, and I wish that for all my students.